Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're doing great. Mm, 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 mm. We're broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. You ever own, other, and like, this happens a lot, right? Where we... Teams own one another. Like for the longest time, the Patriots own the Colts. All right, right, right. Uh, the Patriots own the Colts for the longest time, but then the Colts own the Broncos, only to have uh, Peyton Manning switch to the Broncos. It feels like there's a little bit of ownership of the Bengals and the Chiefs. Although you can make the argument maybe the Bills as well, as the Bills have won, beaten the Chiefs two of the last three times and should have beaten them in the in the playoffs. 
Here's Pat Mahomes talking about the loss yet again to the Bengals. Yeah, we definitely executed at a higher level than we did in the playoff game. Um, I thought the guys did a good, good, good. They did a great job of kind of blocking there. Um, they got us that one at the very end. Um, wish we wish we could have had a little bit more time. Uh, they had a good game plan, and we we I thought we had a, we executed at a high level at, at some points in the game. But we got to be if you're gonna beat a good football team, you got to execute throughout the entire game. Right. That, that that's it. Hey, listen. The stuff we can get away with against the bad teams, against the Broncos, we can't get away with against the Bengals. Here's Zach Taylor was asked if Joe Burrow should be in the MVP conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. He, he's he's playing at the level we need for him to lead us to to uh, be confident that we can go win every game we play. And, and uh, you know, so whatever those conversations are like, there, there's no doubt. I've said it before. I wouldn't trade him for anybody in the world. Um, okay. Here's Joe Burrow on the win. Yeah, we know the guys we have in that room. We've we've been there, done that. Uh, like I said, it's December, coming into January. This is where teams start to separate themselves. I would agree. That by the way, the Chiefs' record against everyone other than the Bengals in the last twenty-five games is twenty and two. Right, and 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 two of those two losses are, I, I believe, against the Bills, aren't they? I know one is this year in the regular season. I think last year in the regular season as well. They're zero and three against Cincy. They've only lost to two teams in the last 25 games. So does that make us buy into the Bengals? Like, no, nah, it kind of feels like you know what it is. You know, you, you sort of know what you got. The Bengals look like they're the best team out of the AFC East. Or excuse me, AFC North. Um, the AFC South, right? Houston is awful. Jacksonville, Indy, ew. Tennessee, eh. You know? The Raiders now one game behind the Chargers trying to get in that playoff discussion. Obviously, you got the, you got the Chiefs there. Uh, and, and in the AFC East, you got the Dolphins, who aren't as good as their record, but they'll be in the wild card. And the Bills will likely, I think, will likely win the division. And then we'll see with the Patriots again for that last spot. Yes. Uh, yes, John Ross. I kind of feel like what you say. I kind of feel like people kind of counted the Bengals out like, they kind of ran him off this season. Like, oh, that was a fluke. They just, was a fluke. They made it last year's Super Bowl. Like, eh. And I kind of feel like they're putting their foot down on that type of stuff right now. I, I think it's a great point, John, because um, usually it's the team that loses in the Super Bowl that struggles the next year. And the Bengals were, were thought of as being fluky. I pointed out last year, if you guys remember in the playoffs, like, look at the good teams they beat on the way to the playoffs. Shouldn't be surprised just to, that they're beating these teams in the playoffs. Uh, but it is still seen as kind of fluky, whereas the Rams, now you look at what's happened, that one feels more fluky now that you've had time to create distance from it. Two weeks really? ago, or last week, uh, they played Tennessee last week, right? And they, they beat him in Tennessee. A lot of people were saying like, oh, Tennessee, no, no doubt, no brainer. I mean, they're just going to wallop him, and they, <laughs> they beat him in Tennessee. And it was like, wait a minute. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say that the Rams was fluky, but I agree. I understand what you're saying, that 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 they had a harder road to hoe to the Super Bowl than maybe the Rams did. Uh, a lot of things fell the Rams' way for that. But, you know, they still won, so I'm not going to say fluky. I still think they deserved it, but you're right. I think the Bengals— well, No, listen, listen. What, what, what fluky means to me, and again, you guys can hop into this conversation. Fluky means to me is— um, the likelihood of it being replicated, right? A lot of things had to go in their favor in order for them to win a Super Bowl. 
you know, Von Miller just happening to become available. That really helped, you know, and the fact that they could, they didn't need Von Miller for only, only those games. And remember, they had a running back who came back off of an Achilles tendon tear after like, what, six months out? It was like something crazy. You know, they had OBJ and didn't have him for the second half, but they had him just enough in the Super Bowl to use him and on the way to the Super Bowl. And, and they, they, didn't have to, they didn't have to play the Packers, who had beaten them the previous year and beaten them that, that year as well. They didn't have to go into Green Bay and play the Packers. Instead, the Packers were beaten by the Niners, and then the Niners drop an interception, like all those things. And now the, the, the difference is if one thing has, goes wrong, and they've had several things go wrong, now the, the Rams are completely exposed because they're a top-heavy team, as opposed to the Bengals, who they work through some things, everything doesn't go right. But whether it's the quarterback or the overall level of talent, I mean, they have, I mean, they got a wide receiver who's incredible. You got a quarterback who's incredible. You got two running backs. They got a level of overall talent. Their overall talent, I think, is better so they can sustain a Jamar Chase missing a couple of games. I agree with you on all those points. All right. Well, good that we had that agreement. <laughs> <laughs> They've also been able to sustain no Joe Mixon because Samaje Pirines just stepped in and done everything Mixon's done. It's pretty amazing. Totally. It's it's really interesting. Also, both Oklahoma former Oklahoma players. That's also kind of kind of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big shakeup though yesterday because now Buffalo. If you like the phrase, you don't like the phrase, controls their own destiny, yeah, whatever it is. I, I love the phrase in this particular instance. I hate the phrase generally. But yes. On. They went out. They uh, will have home field throughout the playoffs. I remember they got the Jets at home, the Dolphins at home, to the Bears, to the Bengals, Patriots at home. So not out of the out of the woods, but the the Dolphins at home, you feel like, one, they're better than two, the weather. The, yeah. The, the Jets, uh, the Mike White thing came crashing back down to earth. Bears is going to be a win. And Bengals is a tough game on the road. Huge. But, it, you know, huge game. Absolutely huge. But, you know, with Kansas City having just those two losses, you needed them to lose. And they probably weren't going to do it, um, you know, at some point in their two games against the Broncos. They've got another one against the Raiders. You never know how that matchup goes. But the Bills needed that slip-up um, from Kansas City. And uh, the Bengals did them the favor, and the Bills can handle the Bengals themselves. So it's all there for Buffalo. Okay, so did you guys see? Like, have you guys seen the the number of these quarterbacks? So, and I understand that some of these guys have been or will be beaten out or whatever. But the starting quarterback for Notre Dame, the starting quarterback for Clemson, the starting quarterback for Oklahoma State. Okay, so all three of these, Oklahoma State fell apart partially because Spencer Sanders was hurt. But these are three of the top twenty-five teams in the country. And they each have guys starting quarterbacks that started this year and are in the transfer portal. That's nuts. That's nuts. Right? Again, this is not, and I mean, whether or not uh, DJ Ungalele is going to get beaten out or not, which feels likely to happen, he started for him for two years. You know, Notre Dame lost their starting quarterback and. He was what eight and two as a starter, and has eligibility back. Which is the most surprising to you, buyer? Name that pops up that you're like, I that's that's a stunner to me. Um, I'll answer it this way because it's not going to answer your question. I was not surprised that DJ Uyunglele entered because he was replaced at the end. It's just now a matter of, you know, Graham Mertz is moving on from Wisconsin, new head coach there. You also, I think, if you're a player, if you're you know a, a player 
that is looking for a fresh start. Yeah. You look at a place like Ohio State or Alabama where their two quarterbacks are likely to be moving on to the NFL. And, you know, specifically with a place like Ohio State, you saw what happens when Justin Fields comes in. And if, you know, if, if you're a quarterback looking for that change and if they're ready to do it, if they're not, you know, happy with what they have behind C.J. Stroud, then there's opportunities. And I don't I think that there are places like that in college football and, and will happen when it all, you know, ends up shaking out. I remember, I mean, gosh, remember the just the, the dominoes after, you know, Caleb Williams enters? I mean, you know, it's like, I, I mean... You know, he goes to USC, and Dylan Gabriel goes to Oklahoma, and, and you know, and it's da da da. And so I think it's this is this is the dominoes being set up, and then once one starts, then they'll all follow in. It is. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it's not bad for college football interest. This is the free agency. This is your hot stove. This may not be at the heart of what college athletics is all about, but if you want to talk about interest and. And having interest outside of just the games that are played on Saturday, uh, this uh, this is a way to do it. Okay. Uh, the the converse side to that, and I would agree with you. It it is it makes it more of a three hundred sixty five day you know job and sport to cover. The other side to it is that with so many names changing places, I think it makes it harder for fans to really buy into their dudes and their teams. Right. Like it just is like I here, here's a, like I'll give you a Spencer Sanders like Spencer Sanders um, could return for a sixth year. And you you would leave as arguably the most decorated quarterback at Oklahoma State, his, his own coach, not notwithstanding. Right. Mm-hmm. Or you go to a new place to play for six months. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Like, because because now, like, what's your what's your alma mater? Where do you go home to? I'm so glad because I know you brought this up last week. I look at Russell Wilson. So when we talk about Russell Wilson, and I know that when he's on Sunday Night Football, he says a whole pack of Badgers, which is the Wolf Pack of NC State and University of Wisconsin Badgers. That's his way of naming both schools. But you ask people where you think that Russell Wilson went to college, and I think that I think Wisconsin would win out over NC State. Um and he took him to a Rose Bowl. They were really good the year, the four months that he was there, you know, and playing. And so, you know, Spencer Sanders goes somewhere and, you know, I don't know, leads the team to a college football playoff appearance. Guess what? But there's so his... many guys who don't. Yes, correct. Right? They're one offs, yep. Like Michael Penix has been great, okay, at, at Washington. And I love that he's staying. But those are the exceptions. The rule is. A lot of times, guys, and Keaton Slovis, right? Starting at USC, leaves USC, goes to Pitt. Uh, when he gets to Pitt, Pitt's best wide receiver goes to USC. You know, and now uh, Boston College's quarterback is going to replace him at Pitt, so now he's without a, out of place. How much do you think the NFL plays into this? Like these guys thinking, like, all right, um, I do another year in school, I can make NIL money, and maybe my pro prospects are better after after the new start this this is my belief i think the 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 good in nil is going to come from whether it's quarterbacks power forwards or college point guards guys that really have very limited top end pro potential um instead of making a 
uh, dumb decision going to the NBA or NFL, they stay a year or two, maybe even three longer because they're able to command, you know, make, make so much money. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, Oscar Shibway was the national player of the year. He's a second round pick whenever he comes out. Maybe, maybe he sticks in the league. Maybe he doesn't. But in college basketball, he's a big name, a good personality, and he's making seven figures. Um, I think college, college basketball, it's those small point guards that aren't really valued at the next level. And those kind of college big guys, if you will. Um, and the same thing for quarterbacks. You know, a lot of these quarterbacks, the best it's ever going to get is college football. You know, stay in college football as long as you can where you can get a bunch of money. And then, yeah, you, you get more volume of reps. Maybe that makes you a more refined player for the pros. But if nothing else, like there's, there's no real fallback. At least in the pros in basketball, you can go overseas and make some money. You don't really have that in the NFL, even with the XFL stuff. Yeah, I think we'll see a track record of guys who have maybe moved uh, to multiple places, and each time maybe their value gets less and less. Yeah. Um, that may be more of the norm, but... I, I do, you know, I, I don't know what Spencer Sanders' pros, prospects are. I probably don't think that they're magnificent. But if that's what he wants to do and doesn't feel like another year at Stillwater will help him, then maybe go somewhere where he thinks that could be an opportunity. No question. No question. The question becomes, do guys understand what they leave behind in terms of legacy-wise? And, sure. And will they be kind of welcome back? Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. And he's not been picked up at this point off of waivers, and we'll see what happens with the Niners. Uh, Rich Ornberger joins us. Of course, you can hear him on his daily show on our affiliate in San Diego. Plus, you can hear him on weekends here on Fox Sports Radio. He joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. If you're the Niners, what do you do at quarterback? You know, I, I was pretty impressed with what Brock Purdy was able to do when he got into that game. He didn't panic. Uh, he helped manage that offense. It's pretty good defense he was playing against. You know, one of the things that you need to see when a guy's a backup is when he's in there and the you know the bullets are flying for real. Can he handle the emotions? Can he handle the moment? And you don't know until you know, and now you do. You know, so look, I, I mean, we see this sometimes where a guy can step into a situation and have automatic success and then it fizzles out i think mike white last year provided proof that that's the case not just sometimes but a lot of times with the new york jets he did again this season kind of have a nice season debut the follow-up wasn't wasn't as good so i would stick with brock purdy you know they signed josh johnson um that offense wasn't going because jimmy garoppolo was, you know, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. That's not how that offense has been built. It's really been built around a game manager, Jimmy Garoppolo. You could argue that he's better than that. I I have made that argument in the past. And so if Brock Purdy can run this offense and run it well, you don't you don't really have to worry about rushing out and, you know, signing a free agent like a Baker Mayfield right now who's available or, uh, or, or finding, finding a way to replace him right away. Hmm. Um, Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, the other side, Tua did not look good. He was under duress. It's a really good defense. Um, what is your opinion of Tua now against a higher level of competition? Well, we've seen Tua against good competition in the past, and he's, He's been okay. He's been good at times. He's been great at times. This time he wasn't, and it's for a very simple reason. That offensive line had a really hard time keeping the pocket clean for him. You know, you move a quarterback off his spot too much. I mean, think about the Chargers, their loss to the Raiders this past weekend. That was the whole story. They were just getting to Herbert a ton, right? Herbert, I have a tremendous amount of respect for. I have a tremendous way he's played this season. You know, but when a quarterback can't set his feet, when he can't stay in the rhythm of the offense, when he's forced to run around a bunch and, and try to make plays and throwing while in the grasp of a defender, I mean, it makes life difficult. You know, so I think the San Francisco 49ers 
when they're playing at their strongest defensively and forcing turnovers and, you know, breaking up passes on key third downs and things like that, it's because their pass rush is getting home. And that's exactly what happened. I, I don't think this derails my belief that Tua is having a special season or that he's turning into a special quarterback. But, um, but these are the types of defenses that you need to find a way to beat if you're going to win a Super Bowl. And I know Mike McDaniel from his time in San Francisco, you know, he got a taste of what's that, what that's like, you know, out there taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. And that's definitely the goal in South Beach right now. Uh, so he will be tested again. This is a team that will be in the playoffs, as are the 49ers. And so two has got to get used to that level of duress in the pocket at times. We know guys like a Joe Burrow can do it. Let's find out if a Tua Tungavaloa can do it. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, what went so wrong for the Chargers that went right for the Raiders? Yeah, that um, real for for the Raiders. And all of a sudden, you got a defense that's starting to believe in themselves. Las, Las Vegas has won three straight now. And it, it almost feels like they're graduating in the level of team that they're beating each of these three past weeks, right? You know, they beat the Broncos. You know, that was a close win, but they got the job done. Seahawks next, and that was a bit of a shootout. And then they, they take on the Chargers. And Max Crosby, for, for if, if, if no one's paying attention, I mean, this guy is becoming an exceptional defensive threat in football, and and I don't know if he's going to get the sort of attention and, and respect he deserves uh, this season because they're having such a down year. But Las Vegas made a good decision signing this guy long term before the season because they have to swing protection his way, they have to make sure they're chipping him on every play, they're 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 butching him with the tight end, they're they're actually taking guys out of their route concept early in downs because they need to pay so much attention to Cross. That's what a special pass rusher will do. You know, we were just talking about the 49ers against Tua. You know, Nick is that type of guy. I'm starting to see the signs that we need to elevate Max Crosby into that category. I mean, is he as good as Nick Bosa? <sighs> Boy, I mean, you're talking about the top echelon, but is he close? Yeah. Yeah, he's close. So what, what the Raiders did really well is they got after Justin Herbert. His feet were moving the entire day. They were able to slow down the Chargers offensively. And, um, and Josh Jacobs is on an absolute tear. They're starting to feature their stars. He, he is running the football better than anybody in the league through this short sample over the past four games. They're throwing the ball to Devontae Adams. That connection is finally working for the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are fun to watch right now. Yeah, the Raiders are they they are fun to watch. They've completely turned a quarter. What what would you do? What would you do uh if you're Denver? How do you try and fix that thing? <laughs> Man, if I had an answer to that question. You know what? Actually, I, I this would be my answer to the question. You I you I hope you saw the clip. It was a really good one. If you haven't, I'll send it to you later on Twitter because it's it's worth looking at. Um, a, a clip went uh, viral last week with um, Mike McDaniel talking about uh, talking or no, it was Tua talking about McDaniel. Um, he was talking about the belief he has in him, and I think I think Tungavailo last season 
was beat down and downtrodden from all the trade talks and all the things that was on the outside. And then, you know, he realized, like, there's some truth to this. If I'm hearing about this every single day, you know, my agent's telling me that it's true. He just didn't feel like anybody in that building believed in him. And then all of a sudden, he has this coach now, Mike McDaniel, who has full faith that he's the guy, and he's playing like it at the NFL level. I think, I think Russell Wilson needs to be paired with a veteran offensive coach, not dissimilar to like Trevor Lawrence with a Doug Peterson. He looks so much better now with a veteran head coach in the NFL, an offensive guy who's been in quarterback's rooms his whole entire professional life and understands the game, and he just looks calmer. He looks, he looks like his mind's quieter. He's having way more success. Same for Tua with Mike McDaniel. I think, I think Denver really needs to move on from Nathaniel Hackett. You know, it's not fair, but it just doesn't seem like that pairing is working, and they need to, they need to fight their tails off to either win the battle to sign Sean Payton or they need to go find another veteran offensive mind out there who spent a lot of time with quarterbacks and has an ability to connect with this guy and get him to believe in himself again. I think all of this, hey, you know, I'm going out there and I'm doing my high knees on the plane, I'm giving it 110%, and, you know, I'm pouring myself into the belief in the guys. Like, all of the, the cliches that Russell Wilson hits us with, like it's machine gun fire, it's just, it's just covering up this major insecurity, which is he doesn't know why he's playing so poorly, and he can't fix it right now. And that's a scary place to be. They need to get somebody who can speak to him on his level and to get him back to playing like the old Russ, if there still is enough in the tank. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Awesome stuff from Rich Orberger. I mean, just fent- I mean, real talk, really, if you kind of... Uh, we're going to see Tampa tonight. Best guess. What does Tom Brady do? Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's in Tampa. I mean, my personal belief is, you know, about all that could or, or that he's wanted to get done in Tampa is done. So, I, I mean, I wouldn't look past New England, you know, uh, a reunion with Belichick. I wouldn't look past him looking, you know, back to the Bay Area, back home where, where this football career started at the high school level. You know, because they have a question mark at quarterback. Is Trey Lance really the guy? He has a broke blows done for the season with the foot injury. You got Brock Purdy starting, so it sort of feels like it. You know, it, he fits right in on a Super Bowl ready roster. Um, but basically, I would say he's gonna he's gonna go join either a place that he knows he can win or he thinks he can win. And I I personally believe that's no longer Tampa Bay. Well, I agree with you. It's no longer Tampa Bay. Uh, Dan Byer, by the way, is the first. We're going to credit him if it happens. He was like, why not San Francisco? His favorite team growing up, they need a quarterback. The, the only question I've had is, other, and other, their offense, that quarterback's got to be athletic to hand the ball off and run, run rollouts. That's not how Tom Brady has played. What do you think of that as a fit? Yeah, you, you're talking about Tampa, or excuse me, uh, San, San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, you can curtail some of that. I agree, I agree with you. Conceptually, they're going to have to change things. But if your quarterback's not rolling out and he's thrown from the pocket, does, does it change a tremendous amount about your run game? Well, well no, and their, their passing game is based off of their run game. So if they can, if they can just change their formation uh, uh, to suit and, and really just like their, their basic scheme and drop back to suit Tom Brady or a pocket passer in general, you know, insert any 
elite pocket passer, I'm sure Cal Shanahan would love to make that adjustment. And we know he can. I mean, it's Matt Ryan, I think, is a better athlete than Tom Brady, but he's, he's not as good of an athlete as, as Jimmy Garoppolo. And when he was in Atlanta, I'm talking about Kyle Shanahan, he was able to build a, um, uh, a, an offense around Matt Ryan and have a tremendous amount of success. He curtailed some things, and he'd absolutely try to make that piece fit. Because I don't think Tom Brady's the biggest problem that Tampa Bay has. Uh, not by a long stretch, and I think he could improve overall San Francisco's offense if he did choose that as a free agent destination. Rich, awesome stuff, man. Uh, look forward to watching the game tonight, hearing your uh, your words kind of ring in the background, and uh, we'll look forward to the rest of the to, to next week. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, you bet, Doug. Anytime. He's awesome. Check him out on weekends on Fox Sports Radio. And then um, our San Diego Philly does the morning show there. It's really, really, really good. Any first responder will tell you, never try and beat a train after breaking. It could take a mile for a train to come to complete stops. So when you come to a rail crossing stop, uh, trains can't paid for by NHTSA. All right, coming up next to the Doug Gottlieb Show. We're live at the Tyrac.com studios. The NFL is fed up. And they're not taking it anymore. We'll explain next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. What are you talking about, Bayer? I mean, um, uh, Ramos? No, he says... I think he says, take a look at the 5 and 10. And I asked Jason what that is. He says it's the freeways here in Los Angeles. Right here, watch. Here it is. Hold on. Right here. (laughs) I think Dan may know. Dan? Uh, I think it's uh, nickel and dime stores he's talking about. 5 and 10s. Yes, Those that's Nick- the five and ten. Yes. Not the... <laughs> Which I, by the way, not, not- I love... No, but I love the... Look at the five. <laughs> <laughs> the freeway. Oh, it's, hey, it's my way to work. So uh, five. I thought you were talking about... I thought Ramos was talking about the fives and the tens like they're... Uh, like they're they're women. Take yeah, a look at the two. twelve and fifteen freeways. Yes. yes. <laughs> look at the fives and tens. Yeah, a, a nickel and dime store. That's like the ninety nine cent store. But it was actually back in the day, the nickel and dime store was the liquor store, right? So that just goes to show you how old the song is, basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, do Do you want to Do you want to guess what year? Let's 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 do a guess. Well, that's Michael Bublé. That's a re- new version. But you want to know what the original yeah, song came out? Oh, okay. Yeah. I would say 1942. Okay, what do you got there, Byer? I'll go 54. Uh, what do you got there, uh, uh, Jason Stewart? I'm gonna say 20s. I'm gonna go way under. Yeah, I'm 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 with Jason Stewart on it. I, I have not looked, but I'm I would think. <laughs> so you don't know the answer? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, that's what I I, I honestly. And by 54, I meant 54 AD. Just uh, years old. Um. Right okay, after the so road I think it was I think it was written in 1951 if I read it correctly because uh, that's when Bing Crosby recorded it. So who said who said 50s? Was I said used? 54. Dan. Um, we need a ruling here, Jay Stu, because usually I, I do do the prices right thing, but he's so much closer than the rest of us. Oh yeah, you give it to Dan. Yeah, Dan got it. 51. Bing Crosby 51. Now you guys know my my favorite, which is I think the saddest one. It's like the most lonely one. You. Ramos, do you have do you, do you have queued up? Do you remember my favorite Christmas? Song? I do know what it is. I don't have it queued up because I I am going to play it at some point since I know it's your favorite. But if you want me to queue it up, I can get it really fast. Sure, why not? Okay, we, stand by. We, so so here's what happened. Just I'll set the the stage for people who are listening. Like, why are they doing this? So every year we I think Ramos gets an email that okay now we're going to play Christmas music as bumper music, and I don't know who I th- I have a good guess on who it is. But I, I don't really, I've, no one's ever explained the logic behind it to me. Just, I guess the th- <laughs> thing is like, well, I like Christmas music. Everybody likes Christmas music. Like, yeah, but there's also like Christmas music stations out there. Anyway, every year we get this edict and it's not worth complaining over because this is what we do. And in right? fact, the email does say, please don't have the right about but that. But again, it's like one of those things like, what are you really complaining about? Yes, right? I like, agree. Just have fun. Like, 
have fun with it. You can and 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 here's the kind of cool things about our bosses. We can even make we're allowed to make fun of it. Like we can make fun of some some of these songs and that that we're doing. They don't care. Just play the Christmas music. Anyway, this one's my favorite one. I don't know why, but it makes me very melancholy. And it's a beautiful arrangement. Uh, I do figures. I, I, I picture like some house with snow on the on the outside, right? Christmas lights, Christmas tree, like a pipe. <coughs> Have you guys ever lived in a neighborhood where people go carol, Christmas carol? No, no, yeah. But I mean, well, kids have done it because they had to, like for the school. But nobody's they always give their the, best effort when they yes, have to. By the way, yes. But nobody's actually <laughs> been like, "Hey, look, here come a bunch, bunch of Christmas carolers." When I was in Canton, Connecticut, we had a really cool neighborhood, and they people Christmas caroled, and they would just like walk down house to house, and then they just sing. Like you're like, "Wow, this is kind of cool." Griswold Farms. This puts part of love. They know that. Wait, that's it. Do we? There you go. Sorry, I brought it down. I thought we were going to the press. My bad. A great time of year. And if you're one of those people that gets a, like, well, I don't try. Merry Christmas is kind of a fit. Like, if you have anything you want to say is offensive about Christmas, like, just go away. Go away. Anyway, let's get to the press. And so The I'll press. Simple vow. What do you got there, Dan Byer? Uh, Doug. Uh, they didn't Byer. Christmas carol in your neighborhood in Wisconsin? Don't just not enough people. Uh, no, there there were enough people. There's, nobody did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody was going around door to door. Too cold. Although, honestly, sometimes, you know, there'd be a Christmas here or there where you wouldn't have snow, you know, or there'd be very, very little of it, so it's just super cold. Representative Messi. Byer. Um, Heisman finalists going to be announced coming up in a couple of hours. Four of them. So there will be four Heisman finals. You want to take any? Yes. Guesses? Yes. Okay. I, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know who they are. We'll find out. Four. You know, and then we'll find out the winner coming up on Saturday. But the four finalists will be announced at six forty-five Eastern. Okay. My guess is. Uh, uh, Caleb Williams, I think he'll win it. Uh, Max Dugan will get invited. Bryce Young will get invited, and Hendon Hooker will get invited. What about no CJ Stroud? <sighs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, one I, of those guys got not. They not gonna invite Bryce Young? Mm. Um, mm. won't invite Hendon Hooker. Okay. I don't know. Okay, but. We'll find out in a couple of hours. Uh, the the award for make your guess, make your make your guess because uh, then I can agree with uh, you. No, I think I think it's I, I think it's Williams. I think it's Stroud. Yeah, I think that Duggan will make it, and um, I was going to say Bryce Young, but you might you might be right. I'm I'm I, the the Hendon Hooker one is the one that I can't figure out. And Bryce Young didn't have as good a year as he had last year. Correct. He was hurt. That was, he was hurt too. He so, was hurt too. Yeah. He might he might be the guy left out. You're probably you said Hooker, and actually that that would be that would be a nice reward for him, considering how the season ended for the Vols. 
Uh, text of the year, I got this from Jason Stewart yesterday. Love having Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson on my Superflex team. The only time Red Zone went to the went to a play in that game was when Jackson got hurt. <laughs> that game was so bad. I watched that, I watched that game at a sports at, at a Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh man, there really is nothing worse than that because you know. You're fired up. You're watching the Red Zone channel. I got. I have two quarterbacks on my team playing in the same game, so I'm looking for a lot of fireworks. They never went to the game for a while. Why do you still have, <laughs> you still have Russell Wilson? Yeah. So we still have Russell Wilson. Why do I still have him? Because it's, it's a over. super flex with 14 teams. Like Russell Wilson is actually a pretty good backup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, Dan. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Representative 28 Meyer. quarterbacks. He'd be in the top 28. Huh. Barely. Oh, that's so great. It Barely. Just, yeah, it is, but, but he makes it. Hey, I had to play a Superflex League one year when I started Joe Flacco, uh, and this was recently. Um, the NFL team's pro football talk uh, reported that the memo is stressing the importance of having players not fake injuries. This was highlighted. Bengals. Yes, Bengals-Chiefs game yesterday. Jesse Bates faking an injury as the Bengals were trying to make subs. I don't know how you stop that. I mean, that one was obvious, but I don't know how you stop it when guys are really good at faking injuries. You can't tell. Because any tackle, somebody can get dinged up in, right? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, And the uh, the rumor mill is churning. Even the NFL Network's insiders, Ian Rappaport, saying teams are starting to do their homework on Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh and looking into maybe pursuing the coach to see if he'd be interested in coming back to the NFL. I just don't know. I just don't know. Like, again, it's one thing to turn around a program and find where it's a, na- a national power. It's a whole other thing when it's your school. It is. But remember, it was in February that he interviewed for the Minnesota Vikings job. Yep. And had a callback interview where he interviewed with them in person. So for as much as, you know, I think now he could say he's got the program to the point where he can move on and take a job. Get impressed. That was the press. <laughs> Colts, yeah. Chargers, yeah. Who else? I mean, who else is going to be really interesting? Panthers, whatever. I don't think you see him taking some Panthers job. Got to go somewhere as a quarterback, you know, or you're going to get a quarterback. You know, when you, when they pick. Check out the in the bonus podcast. Special guest on that one. I think you'll love it. In the meantime, Doug Gottlieb show Fox Sports Radio. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.